welcome to Black Chicks Bible Study, where we are reclaiming the Bible one book at a time. We're on episode 25. Do we want to go into I guess, our yeah, we word of get into it. testimonies? I did forget, not forget, but I just didn't bother to do more any goddess study. But I feel like oh, the yeah. term and the energy of it kept coming up in my world somehow. But uh-huh. one example I can think of is just that I got to watch the movie Hustlers, which I oh, told yeah, you I love. Yeah. Oh my god, Still it was so good. It. But it was so full of like goddess energy and mm-hmm. positive female. I don't know. I know it's like a crime movie, but it's also <laughs> like just about working class women and just to see a story told so well and sensitively it was nice and yeah gotta watch it now yeah oh and I also did download a ton of books about like just more self-help I guess or written by women or for women she comes first is one of them by the way trying to figure out how to conduct myself better especially going into a new year probably that might be part of it yeah feeling like I have to grow up tools to like yep Because I need a book or a Reddit thread for everything. I'm reading a lot of Reddit threads about Invisalign. Oh, yeah? Yeah, They're helpful, aren't they? They are pretty helpful. Helping each other. Exactly. Because I'm like, you know, your doctors tell you one thing. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's true. I know they're telling you for certain reasons. But then it's like, you know, did I really not have to drink anything? Like, like, it's just so, like, like nothing at all. Like, seriously. Congratulations on Invisalign, Mm -hmm. by the way. Because I know you were wanting it for a while. So it's kind of a major thing. It is huge. You have it. You know? Yeah. What is your? Do you have any testimony? Last week I was talking about doing the purge. Oh yeah, and really getting rid of dead weight and stuff, so that I don't carry certain things over into the new year. Yep. And I guess in a way I kind of have been doing that, just like going through my phone and like looking at people that I'm like, yeah, I could delete this. Just you yeah. know, little things like that. And then it's gonna sound dumb, but I even wrote like a little like copy and paste message. Basically, it was just like, you know, you feel like you didn't add anything to my life in 2019. I don't know who this is, but just know, you know, I've deleted a lot of people. And unless you actually really want to, like, you know, have a solid, like, relationship or something, please don't, don't contact me again. Otherwise, feel good knowing that I don't know who this is and your eagle can go on breeze and you can pretend this never happened. <laughs> so they were old numbers that weren't saved or they were saved under a name you didn't remember. Yeah. And you're like, going through and doing a cleanup. Yeah. Even though... Or those, even people that, like, I did was hanging out. You know, like, are those, I had certain friends at the beginning of the year that I don't talk to anymore. So it's like, I don't need to save your So number. they're people you haven't talked to in months, maybe. Yeah. Or, like, even a year. Yeah, yeah. Or more. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is a bold move after a year <laughs> of silence between two people to reach out. No, I didn't read. No, oh, I said it's a copy and paste message. like. But that you sent that, to people. No, no. That oh. like, they ever contact me Oh, my dead. God. No. Yeah, I thought you sent this message. No. It's just Where's something I have people? on file ready to send. Because you know how people like to pop back Thank up. you for no. clearing that up because I was that very scared. <laughs> Like, what am I going to get this message? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just so you know, you've been deleted. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Okay, okay. Okay, all right, great. Well, that sounds very healthy. You're prepared. Just in my notes for if the time comes where certain people reach out. You know, I get these. Because it has happened. It even happened this year. I got a message from someone I literally hadn't talked to in at least, like, eight plus years. And it was so annoying because this person wouldn't even tell me who, you know, I was just like, I don't know who this is. Could you please? And it was like a game, like, and they're asking, oh, is this, you know? I'm like, you're messaging me. You tell me who you are. (laughs) And it really bothered me. So I signed up for like 
99 cent trials of like white pages so I could figure oh, out who the hell and then I fi- figured it out and it was yeah someone I hadn't talked to in like ages and it's like what is the point if I haven't talked to you in eight years just stay gone <laughs> why are you here it was just like what do you they want? have never crossed again like, I <laughs> stay out of my way yeah what the fuck all right you have a right to that yes yep and you know what you're doing <laughs> is saving yourself the emotional labor having to figure out what to say to each person right you exactly. already know you're not gonna, gonna have, have any, any use yeah. for exactly this, yeah. so that's why I was like, you're oh. thinking ahead yes <laughs> try to think ahead. but yeah so that's i guess yeah that's pretty much where i'm at great and that's it anyway let's go into some lamenting <laughs> yay my favorite yeah. lamentation so what did you know did you had you read it before or did you no know? i didn't know uh-huh. that it was so short first of all it's very mm-hmm. just poetic but i only knew that it was about people lamenting and being upset and i didn't know why or what that looked like same i just knew like just from the name and context because i just knew it was about something sad yeah something sad people lamenting I don't remember really growing up reading any of this, so I remember it existing. Not one of the things they like to uh, hone in on. Maybe in my later years as a Christian, though, at that Hollywood church, I feel like we had a whole sermon on, like, when people are sick or they're paralyzed or, like, Mm. how do you... I think we had actually a guest speaker come who was paralyzed from the waist down and talked about his relationship to Lamentations, but I didn't remember any of the content of the actual book, but his basic thing was, like, he's had to learn how to make peace with um, despair and difficulty, and and I grew up in a culture that was very much like, if anything is wrong, or if anybody's limb is missing, like, just pray for it to come. (laughs) (laughs) And if it doesn't, it's your fault. Not enough faith. (laughs) So, um, anyway, reading this was kind of encouraging overall. There was still this theme of hope yeah. and stuff. And, like, it wasn't, like, a book of hopelessness, you know? Yeah. Or, like, even though all this bad stuff was going, there was still this, you know, thread or idea that things are going to get better. Mm-hmm. And I also like the aspect of, like, people accepting, like... The inevitable. Yeah, kind of the inevitable. And, like, taking responsibility. Pain. Yeah, it was, like, you know, like, because you're sinners, this is why this is happening. And, like, they didn't feel that. God was being, you know, unfair or unjust. Yeah, they were like, like, this makes sense. This adds up, but also how awful. But yeah, and let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, so that that I appreciated. Kind of lines up, I feel like, with life right now. I just feel like at the end of the year, having to confront the fallout of everything, not even like horrible things, because in a lot of ways, I don't Mm. know, life is looking up a lot, but it's just, you do hit those low points where you have to like sit with your. I hesitate to Reconcile, say that these people, like, yeah, where you're at with your <laughs> exactly do some accounting. <laughs> yeah, where you're like, oh, okay, we're now I mess up. Yeah, <laughs> yep, of yep, course yep. I wouldn't have this because I didn't <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah, or of course this relationship is suffering because A, B, and C, yeah. or this right. relationship with my body is suffering because I've been eating junk exactly, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the huge accounting. Um, and also, I guess as an introduction, we can mm-hmm. say that a lot of people attribute this to Jeremiah, right. but it isn't you know certain who wrote it or if it was several. people people, of course. Um, mm-hmm. It does sound like it's coming from a community, and that community would be the residents of Jerusalem who were left behind when the Babylonians came in and dragged out a lot of their population. So mm-hmm. these are the left-behind people who are, like, in the wreckage of war. Yeah. Like, whoever wrote it was actually there while this, you know, like, they were alive when this stuff was going it certainly on feels like it, witnessing yeah. Witnessing these awful atrocities. They... Yeah, so, chapter one... I was going to say, 
the fact that they refer to cities and stuff, I guess, as females all the time. I don't know if you like that. And I feel like womenhood and femininity was also kind of, you know, that came up in Jeremiah, too. So maybe it is Jeremiah writing this because it really is comparing um, land to, yeah, femininity, women. Yeah, like verse two, I highlighted like it's like bitterly she weeps at night. Tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is no one to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. Hell yeah. You know, talking about the city of Jerusalem. What I like about um, verse two also is Uh among all her lovers, she has no one to comfort her, which Mm -hmm. kind of gives that impression again of her as like a wayward woman, the Mm -hmm. land, because Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you think about the people dabbling in other cultures or gods, they would feel like that is what brought destruction having these multiple affairs with other gods you know right um but in the end no one is really like none of them are there to be loyal because they're all at odds i don't know yeah it's just interesting the unfaithful lover thing i think it's also kind of like interesting too like this whole imagery because it's kind of like you know, like a queen bee getting knocked down. You know, yes. at one time Humbled. it was like, yeah, it's like a humbling thing, you know, like it talks about like going from like being, you know, this bustling province or whatever it is. And then now, yeah, it's like desolate and just yep. full. And then it says like the roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to her appointed festivals. All her gateways are desolate. Her priests groan, her young women grieve. No one is even celebrating or carrying mm-hmm. on these, like, holiday. You know, it's just, like, everything that was once going on is, like, no longer. It reminds <laughs> me of Grey Gardens, which I still want you to watch one oh, day. Yeah, it's it's such, my, like, a I part of my DNA. Things. I need us to watch it together one day. <laughs> it is, like, I almost have that movie memorized. It's so iconic. But, yeah, just the fall from grace. And I think we mm-hmm. all love a story like that because on some level it is. It's, like, even playing for you. Like, yeah. Like, you know what? Maybe we are on it. Even, you know, mm-hmm. even the greatest levels can... everything. This is terrible, though. <laughs> Not to imply that what we're reading is great because um, we're going to get into what is happening in this desolate, destroyed land. It goes on to talk mm-hmm. about her foes have become her masters. Mm-hmm. Imagine that your enemy, you have no choice but to Serve them. have them lord over you. <laughs> yeah. That would, you know, yep, terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Her enemies prosper. Later in nine, her uncleanness was in her skirts. She took no thought of her future. Her downfall was appalling with none to comfort her. Oh, Lord, look at my affliction for the enemy has triumphed. So the uncleanness and the bringing up of a skirt again. Shame. There's a lot of shame in this. Uh, Verse 11 says, all her people groan as they search for bread. They bartered their treasures for food to keep themselves alive. Look, Lord, and consider, for I am despised. So it's like, yeah, you get this idea that the leftover people are doing anything they can just to, like, survive, eat and survive, and have their basics, you know, Yep, taken care of. So, yeah, again, just this picture of a really, like, war-torn, I guess, or, like, mm-hmm. You know, aftermath, it's like a desperate situation. Yeah. Verse 18, the Lord is righteous, yet I rebelled against his command. Listen, all you peoples, look at my suffering. My young men and young women have gone into exile. It's like important acknowledgement for the wrong, you know, like this person's taking, you know, responsibility or a city's taking responsibility. Like they know that they were rebelling against the Lord and Mm. that's why. This is, you know, happening there, acknowledging that they didn't listen, you know? Oh, all this shame. You know what? It feels great to think about karma and believe in that. And it does help make sense of everything. And it feels 
like justice or something. It makes it feel more fair. But all this shame like makes me feel so bad because <laughs> I'm kind of like that's definitely a trait that has evolved and survived for whatever purpose in human life. Because I have a lot of shame. I'm ashamed of just like waking up in the morning, really. Like mm-hmm. I have chronic shame. So to read all this, we're kind of talking about it almost in a good way because it feels good to think that it was just karma and they were awful, right. you know? Yeah. But in my mind, they were just people who are in an unfortunate life. Yeah, exactly. And being this mm-hmm. worshipful of a God mm-hmm. that they all believe in, mm-hmm. like that to me is above and beyond. <laughs> like imagine being that. <laughs> But imagine struggling. Though, but imagine, imagine though your boss said to you something like, "Hey, if you just do this X Y Z way, you will be a millionaire." And you were like, "No, I'm gonna do my own thing and has, end up like, you know." Yeah. Later, you would have. But that has sometimes. happened in like, real life, basically, a few times. And you never feel shamed, like Man, I do. I just, and I why do, is but that that's a bad different. thing? But it's not shame. Actually, it's not shame because if it were ever the right thing to do, I would have done it. Like, I don't think these people ever intentionally did the wrong thing. That's what I'm saying. I do think that they were genuinely like, if they were making a cake for the queen of heaven and they got a blessing, Mm -hmm. like they can share revelations and have this belief in common and like be a community and feel convicted to like follow this one tradition. But I don't think that they were wrong to just survive and live their lives and do their best. So I don't think any war that came out of it was like totally they should feel completely culpable but then it's also like this isn't the first time it's happened i don't know it's just like one of those like i would feel ashamed if like do you think they would have been in some kind of utopia if they only stayed in there Mm -hmm. because even within their land they they had wars you know yeah i don't know that they would be in like a utopia or anything like that but it's kind of like that like hard-headedness thing, I guess. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, Stubborn. you've seen this thing happen over and over again, and then you're still going to follow the same path. Like, I would, at the end, feel a little like, yeah, I'm dumb, or like, that yeah. was stupid of me But the shame, that. the shame might be self-correcting, too, maybe, if they are genuinely like, here's where we went wrong, and here's how we can correct it next time. Mm-hmm. But it always seems to come down to just worship this god, and then the god seems to be very moody, because they've personified him so much that the moods are up and down. Every right. time there's a storm, they would think that was God punishing them. But we mm. shouldn't, we don't think that today. Right. We're not like, oh, what did we do? The tsunami. <laughs> like, we deserve this. You know what I mean? So that True. part I feel bad about reading it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot I don't emotionally. Know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot emotionally. But I, don't I guess know. it's like that whole thing that if, like, you know better, you should do better. And it of feels course. like they had. Over and over again, they've done the same thing, knowing that it ends up bad. But they're the children. And it's like. They're also, we're talking about generations of people. Yeah. So you can hear advice from your parents or whatever, but you're still going to maybe stumble into their pitfalls and still have unhealthy habits. Like, I know I do. Yeah. yeah, And it will take me a lifetime to completely unpack it. (laughs) So I don't know. But the shame thing, I don't know how you. Anyway. Effective to look at people's behavior sometimes sometimes unless you just feel suicidal because of it like that's not good no Um, that's not good either anyway (laughs) (laughs) what about chapter two now we're also talking about leadership you know the individuals themselves were messed up and doing things they shouldn't but like now you get the idea yeah that the people in charge are the people who are supposed to be the leaders Mm. you know kind of led the people astray you know Mm -hmm. and they are also part of this corruption so yeah they have to 
be brought down. Yeah, be brought down. <laughs> For some reason, all of this reminded me of that Pulp Fiction scene because it was just like, was that you know that verse the that verse like he rant. used to always like to yeah spew yeah. like with his vengeance or whatever. <laughs> like that's what this all sounded like. Everything was just like with no mercy and yeah. with, you know like hands drawn and destruction. Yeah, you know, verse very, three like, is he is cut down in fierce anger. Yeah. All the might of Israel. <laughs> It's great that they're, you know, outsourcing it a little bit to this god, but at the same time, like, get more angry at just those enemy mm-hmm. <laughs> enemy armies who are actually decimating you, and don't pretend that, like, God used them to... But they're pretending that is what created this whole story around it, and this whole narrative that we're reading that has been useful to people, so... And verse 5, they actually say the Lord is like an enemy. Right. Enemies, they're attributing them to the Lord. Like, mm. literally, the Lord is like an enemy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and we talked before about, like, them battling with the Lord and that relationship changing or, you know, going up in and out of um, harmony when it seems like they're not only at war with each other, but with God as well. Didn't he promise, too, after this whole thing to, like, never be... You mean the covenant? The last book, yeah, and the covenant... Yeah. I think it's supposed to be after all of this, right? Where he's like, after all this, like, we won't be at odds anymore. Yeah. But I think, yeah, this was, like, this book, though, it's, like, overlapping. So, like, it's not peace yet, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is before the restoration. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked in verse 9 where it uh, talked about the... I have that, too. Her gates have sunk into the ground. He has ruined and broken her bars. Her king and princes are among the nations. And her prophets obtain no vision from the Lord. The idea of just prophets having no vision, and that is relatable. I feel like when I'm feeling really down in the dumps, I feel like my third eye can be closed, or I can be very, like, not spiritually receptive, Mm -hmm. and just imagining if a whole nation feels that way, and then their prophets even aren't getting any vision. It's, like, rough. I highlighted it, too, and I thought the same thing, and it's kind of, like... The idea, too, that, like, now even the most noble are, like, just regular, you know, like, everyone's just lost. Yeah, no one has special powers anymore. No one has visions. Queens aren't queen. You know, everyone's just at the bottom begging for bread. Which is a um, great equalizer that I actually kind of believe everybody should experience, even if it's only for a day in their life, Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Everyone that level down of, at the bottom. Yeah, because how can you appreciate anything if you're never in that position ever? Yeah, that's true. Shouldn't you have like one day of desperation? <laughs> well, that's why all these people go out and sleep like in New York and pretend they're pretend they're twenty four hours. They go out looking for a struggle <laughs> yeah. because we spiritually need that. <laughs> we need to feel that. I like verse 11 where it says, My eyes fail from weeping. I am a torment within. My heart is poured out on the ground because my people are destroyed. Because children and infants faint in the streets of the city. The extreme imagery, like... Right, like babies. Yeah, but passing out. Baby passing out. I don't know why. That's like a funny phrase to me. But really, it was happening and it happens right now. Is that because people are starving? Yes. Like Like, the world. Like a lot of it is desolate and horrible. And people just walked out down for a minute. Like literally a freaking. You don't even have to go to the third world. Like in Skid Row. We walk by it. This is actually very prevalent today. Like like, all of this is still happening, basically. All around the world. And it's been like this, obviously, since this time. Beginning of now. time. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not going away. Like, this is <sighs> part of life. 
And that is why we have to have this book in the Bible to help people cope, I guess, with the inevitability of things like this happening. Like, this is a part of life. Yeah, this happened to us, too. Like, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you deserve it. I just wish it would say, and sometimes it's a random storm or war, and don't blame yourself. <laughs> um, but verse 14, your prophets have oh, seen for you false and deceptive visions. They have not exposed your iniquity to restore your fortunes, but have seen oracles for you that are false and misleading. So, so the prophets, prophets have led them wrong. Mm-hmm. And I like the part of, like, they have not exposed exposed your iniquity mm-hmm. so maybe it's saying the prophets like didn't help you awaken to your own sin so you mm-hmm. continued in not no having your fortune restored basically <laughs> they That's- had false visions what do we get all day every day but false and misleading like cultural information yeah. about everything of value in life you know now it's an open world too so anyone can get there Narrative. Narrative out there. Confirmed. And it's up to you to have to try to read, read through and pick the what yeah. you want to believe and what you think is real. So And the people who are trying to expose sin, who are they? You know, are they they're the hypocritical prosperity preachers or I don't they have know. Their own sense, yeah, but, they have their yeah. own stuff going on. So it's like who are the real who do you prophets? Listen to? Yeah. yeah. Who do you listen to? I guess that's why the kingdom of heaven is within, which we will not get into until the New Testament. So, Coming spoiler soon. alert. Coming mm-hmm. soon. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, anything else? I just had 20 after that, so whatever you have. Same, I just had 22. Wow, uh, of course. Right? Mine says, look, Lord, and consider, whom have you ever treated like this? Should women eat their offspring, the children they have cared for? Should priest and prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the Lord? I was just like, wow, so yep. desperate that the women are eating their own kids. Like, that's a new level of desperation. Yep. Like, you know. And that has and- happened before and since, mm-hmm. unfortunately. It happens with a lot of um, animals. Mm-hmm. Animals just eat their young, especially if they're stillborn or there are too many of them. And just right. to, it's always grotesque to think <laughs> about human beings having to do that. Right. Uh, we don't really tend to want to do that unless it's a very desperate situation God, we can't i can't even think I know, cannibals are real too i know Some are just that way for sport you know yeah i don't know Ugh. chapter three. three i thought this was an interesting one because this time he starts like talking like i so like he's putting mm. himself because everything else is just like about what he's seeing yes you know, observing yeah, observing but then he's like i am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of the lord's wrath he has driven me away and made me walk so it's like Whoever is writing this now Maybe is Jeremiah. much more involved and it's much more first person mm-hmm. experience with everything going on. Mm-hmm. I liked verse 11 because he says, oh, okay. he dragged me from the path and mangled me and left me without help. He drew his bow and made me the target of his arrows. I just thought it was interesting because it like, sounds like such a personal attack. Like, you know, like... Yeah, talking about God. Talking about God. Talking about God doing that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. mine says, he led me off my way and tore me to pieces. And it seems... He has made me desolate. Weird that we would think of God that... Like, that's something that I could hear someone saying about Satan. Like, you know, because, like, uh this person sounds like, oh, I was doing my thing on the right path. But, you know, you don't think of God coming in and disrupting that. Just, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere being like, oh, God. You know, like, he called this speaker yeah. calls God a bear lying in wait for me, a lion in hiding. Yeah, as if God it's is like, like plotting. Yeah, very like, yeah. personal attack. Yeah, like predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but doesn't it feel very personal when life screws you over sometimes? It's true. Like I, and that's what I think they're this, always talking yeah. about is this mysterious life force that they're trying to give 
a face and a name to. Right. I mean, what else is God? We don't know, but... I do feel cursed many days. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what do you have against Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to, I was like, was I punches pilot back in the day? Because, like, yeah. you are really got it out for me well, this you, time around. You know what? I have a lot of gratitude for living in the first world. I always have to say these disclaimers <laughs> about how much gratitude I have for being alive and it's a miracle and blah, blah, blah. But also, yeah, I always think, am I on one of my first incarnations? Right. Like, am I not evolved yet morally or, like, spiritually? Yeah, when am I going to level just, up? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I I think this is our, like, shortcut to, like, <laughs> our little cheat sheet of um, growth. But, yeah, there he's basically saying, like, God has been waiting to attack me, and then he attacked me, and great job. Like, yeah, good, yeah, terrible. Good. Yeah. You left me mangled. <laughs> yeah. His soul is bowed down within him, which is, wow. But what does it go into right after that? Verse 22. Greatest <laughs> it goes right into 22 to 25. I'll read my translation. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Don't they, though? Um, They are new every Listen, morning. without mercy. Didn't we just get into that? Didn't we just destroy something without mercy? <laughs> they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. Whew, that feels good to read. It does feel yeah, it good. It nice, like, to have that nice, nice little balm. Mm-hmm. And I identify it with that uh, demonizing and then um, worshiping very quickly back and forth because Mm -hmm. it's a symptom of like a few different personality disorders I think too (laughs) is to really like make people really good or evil in your mind so that you can like scapegoat or adore them based on how they're treating you in the moment or and I tend Mm -hmm. to do that a lot I feel like when I read about them being bipolar toward God I'm like oh that's kind of hopeful Absolutely. that they're like willing to go back and forth, but in the long run, they hope that the relationship will be fine Good, and that yeah. they'll. Yeah. It can get abusive at some point. You mm-hmm. have to like know the line, but something Sorry. about that switch of like, no mercy, and then like, oh, you're so merciful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like life for me. Like, I might be like, I hate, like, nothing is ever worth it and right. everything sucks, and we're just like in a capitalist hellscape. And sometimes you're like, oh man, I am privileged. Right. Like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, what did I do to deserve being alive here? Like, in true. this moment, you know? That is true. Very opposite. Yeah. Like, he could have been hungry and then eaten a sandwich and had some wine and kept writing. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That is true. I liked uh, verse 28. It says, let him sit alone in silence for the Lord has laid it on him. Let him bury his face in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him offer his cheek to the one who would strike him and let him be filled with disgrace. I took that as, you know, the guy writing about himself, like when he says, mm-hmm. let him sit alone. I think he's talking about himself. Yeah, because he's talking yeah. about people who wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Even though God has been so mean and stuff, like now we're getting this idea of hope. And I yes. felt like all this is like things to try to get back into God's good, you know, on the good side of God. Like, let him sit in silence. Let him bury his face in the dust. Let him offer, you know, like now yeah. like you can redeem yourself. Do these things and maybe you'll be back on the good side of the Lord. Yeah, and then in verse 31. Yeah, no one is cast off in the eyes of the Lord forever. But like, that's not what I was taught in Catholic school. Oh, you know, you right. Get, there's certain sins that are unforgivable. Like once you murder someone, that's that you're not coming back to murder was unforgivable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all these people going to hell yeah, <laughs> the whole yeah. testament. oh my gosh yeah i remember i never we were never taught that we were taught if you were on death row sin. or something you could like get mm-hmm. forgiven there's two types of sin right it's like mortal sin and then venial sins oh okay yeah so you forfeit heaven 
and opt for hell by your own free will and actions if you commit a mortal sin. And one would be killing someone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Full knowledge of the sinner. Mortal sin is committed with deliberate consent of the sinner. So it's premeditated. So it's more about your attitude. Yeah. Yeah. It says what kinds of offenses? Voluntary murder. The sin of impurity against nature, sodomy, and homosexual relations apparently are Jesus mortal sins. Taking advantage of the poor, well, then everybody is going to hell. God. That's Deep. the official position of the Catholic Church. Uh, defrauding work, a working man of his wages. These are mortal wow. sins. Like, so you were basically told, like, there are there certain, are certain things, things that you have to avoid in life, or God will. Like, that's it. Reject you forever. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember that these were... I just remember right. murder being, of course, the big one. But I don't remember the, like, other stuff being, like, you know, taking advantage of porn and having homosexual relations. That's crazy. I don't know why. Uh, it's so yeah. shocking to me, but it really is. Apparently. Wow. Drug abuse. Terrorism. Extreme anger. Really? Okay, I don't know. This site might be going a little crazy, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of a very different thing, like, if you think about it from, like, other churches. Because I think we talked about this before, about the, like, once saved, always yes, saved yeah. thing. Yeah, you brought that up before, yeah. for sure. So yeah. that's very different than this being, like, no. <laughs> like, once yeah. you do this, this is more like once damned, always damned. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, yeah, he says, although he causes grief, he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he does not willingly afflict or grieve anyone. He doesn't willingly? Okay, well, we got a different impression. But how did it feel for you to read that growing up the way you did or being told that doctrine compared right. to this, you know? I don't know how, like, I can't say I really ever felt any kind of strong Way about it. Way about, like, because the only thing that I super, super remember is, yeah, about, like, murder. Like, Mm -hmm. if you murder, and, like, growing up, I'm like, well, yeah, if you murder someone, you probably should. (laughs) Like, you know, Uh it wasn't like a, like, it made sense to me. Like, Right. You're like, I can avoid that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's fine. All right. Just thinking back to the eating babies thing, because that, you know, was a standout in this book. I wonder if there's some kind of karmic idea or just thinking about how God so hated that uh, other gods around them had people doing child sacrifice, you know, or like killing children or whatever. Sometimes they would do it during wartime, but Jesus is a child sacrifice, technically. But Mm, the idea of like eating... Babies, it's almost like they were forced to do more of what they had been doing if they were involved in any of those, like, barbaric kind of rituals, right. I wonder. Yeah. Um, like anyway. Well go ahead and, you know. I highlighted verse 39. Me too. Why should the living complain when punished for their sins? Yeah. But I feel like I'm guilty of that all the time. Like, I complain about things that I definitely <laughs> did to myself. You know what you should you be complaining yeah, about and like what I you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so poor right now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? Didn't you just buy this, that, and the other yeah. thing that you didn't have money for? So, like, why are you complaining right now? <laughs> it's natural to want to, though, for sure. Why should any who draw breath complain about their punishment of their sins? Mm -hmm. And then I highlighted 40 and 41 too, actually. Let us Mm -hmm. test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts as well as our hands to God in heaven. That was um, was kind of reminding me, I guess, of what we're just talking about, of doing like an accounting Mm. um, or taking stock of your behavior. And maybe that'll help. Uh, prevent falling into the same habit. I mean, True. it should help. Yeah, just really taking time. Yeah, it's exactly. Like Reflection. Do, yeah, just actually carving out the time to sit and be willing to like meditate on reality. I guess, or else it'll get. hit you in the face, and before you know it, you're eating your babies. Ew, gross. Yep. 
I highlighted 44. It says, you have covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can get through. Oof. You have made us scum and refuse among the nations. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, too. Like, because before it seems like you have this direct line to God. He's so mm-hmm. accessible. But here they're saying, like, now you've created this barrier yeah. where no longer, you know, like, you've distanced yourself so much that, like, no longer can you just be like, oh, my God, Lord, help me. And, like, he's there. Like, okay. There's a cloud. Yeah, now there's this. Yeah, dark thing. Yeah, and that's muddling. why the prophets can't get a good word either. And then I also highlighted verse 53. They tried to end my life in a pit and threw stones at me. The waters closed over my head and I thought I was about to perish. So mm. I, this is what made me think it might have been Jeremiah too, because didn't they persecute him and they mm-hmm. were trying to kill him? Yeah, so he like, was the outcast. Yes, <laughs> I think that, like, yeah, maybe he's referring to, you know, this and he's had a near-death experience you they know. flung me alive into a pit he's talking about that cistern probably mm-hmm. and rolled and stones the guys on me get them, get them up yeah there. they had to tie together clothes to like pull Drag him up. up then it says in verse 58 you lord took up my case you redeemed my life so i like this too because it's like i'm alive yeah i'm alive and that idea of a second chance and like how i feel like this happens with a lot of people when they have these near-death experiences or situations that are so traumatizing or terrifying that you come back and you're like i will never i will never get in a car with a random man i swear never i like that specific example by the way (laughs) i won't do it you let me go this time no more random brown toyotas i'm not gonna get one ever again. I learned that lesson. I don't need to learn that one twice. Thanks, Lloyd. Yeah, that's so true, though. Oh, man. If you can survive even the consequences of your worst actions, Mm -hmm. there's that part of you that's like, really? Yeah, like, what? You're like, oh, wow. Yeah, let me keep going. But then you're also like, shit, let me not put, like, I'm pushing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. scared if I do this one more time, Ooh, then I will close. not, yeah, like, I'm pushing it. Like, yep. Chapter four, man. Ooh, mm. grim. Yeah, this is. Oh, my God. I'm not. I'm just glancing at my highlights right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, turning away. Jackals offer their breasts to nurse their young because mamas can't even feed their bees. So now you have <sighs> That's kind of nice, though. That's a good part. That's, the animals are They're there to offer. Argument. Yeah. Finally giving back yeah, after all that. some milk yeah. from my <laughs> jackal bro. They're, actually, they're animals have been so sacrificing so far. <laughs> They've been literally sacrificed, and now they're giving up their milk. That's um, true. But yeah, yeah let's, uh, verses four and five. Mm-mm-mm. The tongue of the infant sticks to the roof of its mouth for thirst. Damn. The children isn't beg for food. Dehydration? <laughs> No, isn't that a thing that babies get though? They do. Oh, I hope it's just a normal thing. Then it's just a normal. Oh, it's still happening. Oh, well then, yeah, that's just one that's of normal. Those. Um, the children beg for food, but no one gives them anything. Aww. Those who feasted on delicacies perish in the streets. Those who were brought up in purple cling to ash heaps. Mm. Purple is apparently still a royal, royal color. But now these people in the streets and ashes. Just imagine children begging for food. You don't have to go far in this world to find really that. Don't. I feel like there are a you lot go of on the just, train. Yeah, you can go on the train. You can go um, to another country on the way to your luxury resort That's and true. pass by many children begging you and mm-hmm. doing various tricks. I just read online yep. the other day that there are people in like Thailand and other countries um, doing really dangerous tricks like on the stunts? street with fire. Yeah, oh. like stunts or like putting down glass. And rolling on it to show like how brave or what a stunt. yeah it's like doing a live stunt. I survived. Like I, you're getting tips. Yeah. yeah. So that level of like 
And then Rolling here we are, gladly throwing money more. <laughs> Let's see that again. Can yeah, you do like, it with two glasses. Yeah, like what, you need a bigger tip. Yeah, like, right. what can I? Yeah, just keep doing that. No. Yeah. But anyone who would have the compassion to like donate, my, I feel like you'd be begging them to stop. Like, here, please stop. Yeah, like, you don't have to do. Yeah, this don't anymore. do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but maybe people really do like the show and they like to pay for it. I but guess. man, people are. We want to watch people almost die all the time. I, I guess. guess so. <laughs> and this person who's writing it. How frustrating that must feel to truly have nothing to give if you're down too, you know? Because uh, it doesn't ever feel great to be to see people on Skid Row. I feel powerless already, but imagine but you're there too. I don't want to be there with you. Yeah, yeah you like don't want to. Yeah, so give this... everything away and just sit here. I mean, I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want it either. Yeah, I don't want to no. do that. Like, um, and if I gave every person that I knew every day a dot, like, I literally never would have, have nothing. Yep. I, I literally would have nothing. Nothing. Yeah, but catch me on a good day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just believe the author of this had no scraps of food that they were feasting on mm-hmm. while right. They lived long enough to write this down. So what and are you eating? That crazy. Yeah, you were pretty, pretty coherent. coherent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what are you eating? Babies. Obviously got some bread. Yeah. Oh damn, babies. that's true. Yeah. Eating the babies. Eating the babies. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of, verse 10, the hands mm-hmm. of compassionate women have boiled their own children. They mm-hmm. became their food in the destruction of my people. Why am I gravitating toward those The cannibalism. Yeah, 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 why? You I'm sure you have that. other things in this chapter you'd like to talk about. Only just before that, a couple things that were like, you know, the, you know, we already kind of talked about it, how the nobles are unrecognized. It's like, mm. now they are blacker than suit. They are not recognized in the streets. Their skin is shriveled on their bones. It has become as dry as a stick. Mm. So just kind of like, yeah, again, like this idea that these people who were living so hostility and up in the you know clouds like they're like literally like walking around like little but like imagine you know, like kim kardashian and yeah. our world, you know that are just like on the corners like prostitute like eh. just just interesting imagery there and then <laughs> nine it says those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of famine Oof. racked by hunger they waste away for lack of food from so yeah. like imagine that like You'd rather just, you know, like your hunger pains are Die so terrible. Die in the war rather than yeah, starve after. Hell yeah. That's a, I think that's general how anybody mm-hmm. would want to die, though. A quick and painless death. You yep. know, a quick and... It's not painless, Pain, but, uh, a, not quick, quite, a but a quick yeah. death, though. Yes. I'd rather <laughs> suffer greatly for a shorter period of time yep. than, like, slowly over days just be wasting and wasting and dragging this inevitable death out. Just, just your body already. eating itself? Yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah. And we have the return of unclean people being shouted at to go away. Because I feel like we talked about that more in earlier beginning Old Testament. Um, Mm -hmm. There being the unclean unclean people people. who are like barred from worshiping and stuff. And now everybody's kind of being defiled, Mm -hmm. being called unclean. So they don't get to follow the decree of like, be well quaffed and well dressed and smell good when you go outside. (laughs) Like that was really important to God. And I think that's interesting because it's kind of also, yeah, how people are today, too. Like, you know, no one wants to sit next to the bus. Oh, no. One wants no. To, no one yeah. even wants to be in the car. Here's a tip. If you take public transportation, it's rush hour and there's one cart on that train that's empty. There's a reason it's empty and it's because someone is in there stinking and so unclean oh. that no one wants to be around them. Or someone did something horrible in there or and left there's a stench. Shit. Yeah. yeah. It's just garbage. Yeah. And that's how, that's what I anything. imagine to this. Like, people are just like, oh, like it can't even be a word. But everywhere. Yeah, that's terrible. And again, it is a reality for a lot of people. So not to downplay it or 
if anything, that's what I want to keep hammering in because it's not that foreign. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> we have so much wealth and money and development over the planet now compared to what they had back then. Yeah, yeah. I think we right. have a lot more resources to feed people, and so it's really shameful that there's any place in the world that is suffering like this. that much. Still. Yeah unnecessarily yeah. um you hear that jeff bezos <laughs> calling you out again for not giving away your billions damn well i mean and i'm keep getting private but you're like i need yeah, my I amazon need, that reminds me i need to yeah i need to, need to order a toothbrush right now and have it come in five package pieces of packaging you know you can get those for a dollar at ralph's um. i need to deliver it to the dollar oh um, i also highlighted verse 20 so the lord anointed our very life and breath was caught in their traps we thought that under his shadow we would live among the nations so like mm. i like that too because they thought they were safe they did they really thought well god said we're the chosen people we're gonna be chosen nope but there was caveats they didn't read the fine print yep. and now guess what you weren't in the whole world of trouble under god you were destroyed under yep. god sweet sweet not sweet <laughs> sweet sweet, sweet. Um. <laughs> Chapter 5. Yeah, it's a plea for mercy. Just says, remember, O Lord, what has befallen us. Look and see our disgrace. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers. Our homes to aliens, which, you know, immigrants. We have become orphans, fatherless. Our mothers were like widows. We must pay for the water we drink. The wood we get must be bought. Okay, that doesn't sound as bad like, as like baby boiling, like having to buy wood. I have to buy you water. Still have to buy wood. <laughs> yeah, I gotta buy water and wood. I don't get wood for free. Um, what are you guys complaining about? Yeah, they're looking for things now to complain yeah. about. It's like, come on. Come on. Um, no, but they're orphans and fatherless and that's sad. And their mothers are like widows. And yeah. yes. So they're asking God for mercy and remember what what you've done to us. Verse 10, they say, Our skin is hot as an oven, feverish from hunger. That just sounded really Oof. annoying and not comfortable to me. I was like, I wouldn't. It says hot as an oven? Uh-huh. Mine says our skin is black as an oven. Oh, really? That's a big difference. From the, <laughs> from the scorching heat of famine. Oh, wow. See, I thought they were hot. Like They're black. Whilst they're just dirty. They're burned. Well, maybe they're, like, they're hot from and the dirty, but crispy. Yeah. They've been in the oven. They're sitting in the beaten sun. Is that what this yeah, is? Yeah, from the scorching the heat of famine. Women are raped in Zion, virgins mm. in the towns of Judah. Princes are Some. hung up by their hands. Mm. No respect is shown to the elders. Joy is gone from our hearts. Our dancing mm. has turned to mourning. And then it ends with 21 and 22. Restore mm. us to yourself, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew our days as of old, unless you have utterly rejected us and are angry with us beyond measure. <laughs> yeah, that is the end. Like, what? Yeah, unless don't give him an out. Don't end on that. Like, Such he's going to take unless that out. Unless you really are, you know, yeah, really mad beyond measure. Of course, God is going to be like, yeah, actually, now that you bring it up, I do I'm gonna think. I'm going to keep you suffering. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I am. I have utterly rejected you. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, that was so silly. Not yeah. a good plea bargain. Who was negotiating back in these <laughs> yeah. days? You suck. Yeah. So yeah, that was a weird way to end it, I thought. It was. Yeah. But okay. um, at least they're pleading for mercy and they're not just giving up, I guess. That's right? true. Yep. Don't blame them if they did. I mean, whoever had to hurl mm-hmm. themselves off a cliff. Right. You know? Steve. Sounds terrible. Don't blame you. That's a mortal sin, though. You will go to hell. <laughs> Oof. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, they haven't really been bringing up hell so far, so this I hope it's true. not a thing. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, Lamentations. Yep. It did feel encouraging to read. Okay, it's okay to look around and see the destruction and feel sad. We talked before about not 
hiding your bad feelings or not faking feelings. And I think I took that away too of like being more okay with the range of emotions in life and the range of circumstances and also not um, get too comfortable and complacent and feel sorry for myself at every moment of every day. That kind of like balance of yes feel your lamenting but also blame yourself a little bit and also take (laughs) stock and also ask for mercy like all of that together was very cool to read packed into a very short Mm -hmm. space so I think what I'll take is go in strong to 2020 with my meditation practice more intact when you say more intact (sighs) set some resolution yeah because I devotion type thing yeah and one of my favorite meditation apps is like free to the end of the year and i haven't been using it it? sam harris is uh waking up app waking up up. i have it unlocked i have everything there i just need to jump on it again and i sound very dejected because i just feel like this is like a rough month i feel like more than usual and i was Mm -hmm. sick for a lot of it just want to take advantage of feeling somewhat healthy Mm -hmm. and like go in with a different energy and but this also made me feel like reassured or soothed or something like oh life has always been shitty for everyone right and it's gonna continue to be this is a reminder of how shitty it is for a lot of people in the world Mm -hmm. and how it was and how lucky i am to be the product of like many generations of people who somehow survived like it is a miracle Mm -hmm. so maybe just taking that appreciation meditation grounding what Um, about you I would say maybe working on, I don't know how to say this in a way, like I don't want to be bogged down by like the world, but also maybe realize that I am desensitized, I guess, maybe to a lot of things, because it's like, when you read this, I have, (laughs) luckily I haven't seen anyone eating babies. Nope, (laughs) not yet. Not yet. God but a lot it. of the shit you see, you know, yep. like I'm walking down the street, but yep. I never think of in my everyday. So there are times where I'm like, man, this place is horrible. Or like, <laughs> where am I? Like, I do feel like I live in yep. a third world country. Like, but then other times it's just such a daily routine that I'm so just like, I'm going here, I'm going here. Like, I'm not yeah, really. Yeah, I got blinders on. Yeah, I got blinders on. And it's like, it's, I don't know, maybe just kind of trying to. I don't want to say be more compassionate, but just also realize that this is not normal I guess like mm. I don't know like I don't think it's, or it's normal. not something to be yeah. taken for granted yeah, or taken for yeah. granted maybe just not being so like well that's just how it, how is? it is even though it is how it is <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I feel like I still should sometimes just think this is really bad like this is awful and, and if I mean, we have our hearts awful. in the right place we could fix it as a world yeah so it's like almost like removing that cloud yeah from Because the prophecy of the day might just be suffering or the message of the day or the feeling of the day might just be to be open to suffering or see the reality of the world and reality (laughs) and to not block it out. And maybe these people, because they were being led astray or they felt Mm -hmm. spiritually off or not tuned in or like there was a cloud between them and God, like Mm -hmm. maybe they couldn't really see the destruction happening or it off because they right. kept getting into that same like Little blinders like, on yeah. closed no off. it's fine yeah, yeah everything's fine yeah. and then it's like no everything is blown up like and no then- <laughs> this city is good like what are you talking about yeah like this is destruction so that's an amazing takeaway yeah. to just you're just trying to be a little more open or sensitive yeah it is you know, easy and to I get know, jaded like i can't you know, help everyone no. like that, and I don't want because that's that your want. You're like, always like a helper yeah. type, and yeah, there's a limit. Yeah, but so 
But you are one of the harder people I know in terms of like having gone through shit in life and like you can kind of bounce back and very resilient. And I think you can have a hard shell just because you know Mm -hmm. that things Mm -hmm. can go south and like you're just prepared probably or bracing for it. And I feel like I brace for shit all the time and just am preemptively disappointed by Mm -hmm. everything. So (laughs) that might be a good takeaway too is just like again be here now and (laughs) and when you're just part of the world and here and part of the oneness all that can kind of melt away that hard shell a little bit but it does sound scary on one hand because you're opening yourself up to a lot of like unpleasant things but that's life too you know yeah just got to be on top of it I guess it's just yeah staying in that balance like not letting all that shit just bog you down, yeah. like you said. Yeah, because I don't want to end up on the street, and that's very easy for you to end up on the street. Yep, just like <laughs> let things yeah, go. Let all these. Oh, I've come out. closer than I'd like to admit. <laughs> You know, this whole book feels like almost like our podcast in a nutshell, a little mm-hmm. bit in terms of like there's so much to be taken from it. There's the yeah. good and the bad. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Everything. Awesome. There weren't as many high highs as we've seen in other places. I think that's we'll get true, to some yeah. higher highs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening as usual. BCBS podcast Instagram. on Insta. Um, uh, we're going to try really to... cool, though, was on that, that girl reached out to us that was in that video. Oh, yes! Yeah, you lifted it by chance. Do you know that I saw that video on Reddit and I was like, I want to post this, but she's going to hate it. And, and then you I posted, posted it. it. That's so And funny. I didn't tell you until right now because I feel like everything you say, I'm like, oh, I don't. <laughs> me too! Like all the highlights, but it's so true. I that was like, damn. Funny. And then, yes, one of the girls yeah. in the video commented, right? That's, yeah, that was nuts. I was like, oh my God. And if you hadn't funny. done that, we wouldn't have had that connection. So, right. so that funny. was great. Coincidence. Yeah. I thought it was. I was like, wow. Yep. So funny. Um. But anyway, we'll try to see you guys more on the Insta. I'm gonna try to make yeah, a point next to be year, more. 2020. Yeah. We're showing out. Coming yeah. out. Showing out. <laughs> um, <laughs> stickers coming out. Yeah. Stickers internationally. Merch. We'll have more details later. To all our black chicks and everyone else listening, stay prayed up. I guess. What is prayed up? <laughs> yeah. That'll be our point. Like, stay prayed up. Yeah. yeah. Um. And come back into Sabbaths for more. Black Chicks Bible Study.